The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's 3.38 on this gorgeous Friday afternoon as we count down to the weekend with you. Thanks for joining us on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. You can get in touch with us anytime at 6.30, or call us 4960063. So before the 3.30 news, Andrew was uh, talking about a story, and it's going to be of interest to any of you who travel to the States, specifically drive in the United States. Listen to this. This story is quite something. Uh, It's a calamity or a chain of events that just as I read the story, it was like a great book. I couldn't put it down. Mm -hmm. So this happened more than a month ago. And there was a 27-year-old woman, a Canadian woman. She was driving through Georgia to Tennessee. Now, she had just completed a master's degree in geology down there. And that's important only in so much as she she didn't start the trip in Canada. She started the trip in the United States. Mm -hmm. So... Consider that if you were in the States already and driving from one state to another, what you would bring with you in terms of identification yeah. or documentation. So she's uh, driving on I-75, which is a highway oh. many Canadians would be yep. familiar with. If you're headed to Florida. Starts in the north and heads to the south. That's right. You've probably been on I-75. So in Georgia, she gets pulled over for speeding. And the officer asks to see her driver's license. So she hands over her Ontario driver's license. But... The reaction she got was not what she was expecting. The police officer said the license wasn't valid. And she said, what do you mean? It's a Canadian driver's Mm -hmm. license, Ontario. And the officer kept repeating, no, Canadian licenses are not accepted in the United States. And she said it's just she was flabbergasted because... What do you say to that? Mm -hmm. She happens to know that that's not true, that they're totally legal in the United States. So the officer then demanded that she prove she was Canadian. Now... A passport would be what the officer is looking for. But as I said earlier, she just completed a degree and she was going from one state to another. So she wasn't entering or leaving the United States. So she didn't think to bring her passport. But unbelievably, for whatever reason, and we've been told in the past this is a good idea, to have a picture of your passport on your phone. In case you lose your passport, it's an easy way to go to a passport office and say, I am who I say I am. So she pulls this picture out and shows it to the officer. (laughs) As she's doing that, the officer says, no, actual passport or it doesn't count. Now, as she's arguing the point that I don't know what else you want me to present to you, I've got a valid driver's license, which I'm assuming you can check somehow. I've got a picture of my passport. The officer places handcuffs on her and places her under arrest. Uh, She told me, you're under arrest for driving without a license, and you're going to jail. So now she's being taken to the police station, but she's handcuffed in the back seat, but she's able, I guess the cuffs are, are in front and not behind. She's able to go on social media and uh-huh. kind of say, help, 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 I, I'm being arrested yep. in Georgia, and sort of tell the story. Well, one of her friends sees the story. Now, she arrives at the police <laughs> station where I think she's hoping that some more senior or... Someone's going to say, oh, no. No, it's a legal license. It's okay. But no, everyone there agrees it's illegal. So she's now in cuffs. She's now been charged. Uh, uh, She's been fingerprinted. A mugshot's been taken. And her friend 
who saw it on uh, social media starts to track her down to help her. So she starts phoning around, and her friend's uh, apparently quite resourceful, and finds the police station where she is, asks to speak to her. So they talk, and she says, I don't know what to do. She explains the story again, and then her time is up, and the call is done. Now she learns that, well... If she called the Canadian consulate mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, somebody in authority down there, they could probably rescue her, except she just made her one call. She called. She had a call from a friend. So they won't allow her to make a call to the Canadian consulate or anybody else or to Ottawa or home or anything, um, because she could have also called her apartment and said, look, just get in the car and zip my passport down here. Right. But she wasn't allowed to make any of those calls. Then she was told that she would be held in jail until June 12th, which would be almost two months mm-hmm. from the time she'd been pulled over unless she was able to produce eight hundred and eighty dollars. U.S. in cash, which she didn't have, but she had enough in the bank. So she told them, well, I can debit it. Um, I can use my ATM card. Nope. It's cash only. But they won't let her go to an ATM because she's under arrest. So now she's got her mugshot, her fingerprints are taken. She's been charged with a crime. She can't meet bail, and she's about to be incarcerated for two months. Eventually, she talked them into letting her use the debit card. I don't know how, but she did, and she was able to post her own uh, bail. She also had to pay $200 after posting bail to get her car out of the impound because it had been towed from where it had been pulled over. So now she starts doing some research. And here's what the law says. According to the Georgia Department of Driver Services website, non-U.S. citizens holding a valid foreign driver's license are allowed to Uh drive in the state of Georgia. Uh The website goes on to explain, in the case of a driver license issued by the driver's licensing authority of a foreign country, a law officer may consult a person's passport or visa to verify the validity, validity of such license if available if it wasn't available so she's done nothing but wrong but the fact of the matter is is that the, the the police officer in the first place had it wrong and then put her made her jump through the exactly hoops. and what it's do you brutal. do what do you do when we, a police officer listen. is telling you that that's the law yeah. and you know that's not the law and everyone's yeah. agreeing with them right so a couple of days goes by 3 days goes by um she gets hold of the Cook County probate court solicitor, and he agrees the charges should be dismissed. A judge looks at it, signs off on the dismissal. But guess what? The record stands. She's been arrested. So her record is still on record. Her arrest is still on record. So it will look as though she, there was yeah. an arrest, so but charges were dismissed. So border... That will now prevent her from crossing the border or could potentially prevent her from crossing the border, which would include going back to further her education or visit the United States in general. So right now, as it stands, she's gotten herself home to Kleinberg, Ontario, but she says she will have to make another trip back to the U.S. to get her vehicle because she flew home. (laughs) And in the meantime, she wants the Cook County Sheriff's Office in Georgia to be held accountable so it doesn't happen again, but they're not... 
they're having no part of this now. Yeah, well, they should, though. They should take some responsibility. They should, because especially given now with several... She hired the fact an, that it's on a record. Right. She hired an attorney in Georgia, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of these guys who handles, or girls that handle these kind of, you know, legal... Uh, expunging and they say they are taking measures now to erase her arrest record and to have her fingerprints destroyed um but as of two weeks ago he said it could take at least another two to three weeks to have that done so hopefully it has a happy ending but imagine Mm -hmm. you just finished your school you're hopping in the car headed to florida for a little bit of a break my dad drives to florida every year with an ontario driver's license Imagine the I-75 from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, yep. straight to Florida, and which I find really funny because I've actually been pulled over in the United States before and by accident handed them something that isn't a driver's license. Mm-hmm. I once handed them an Alberta health care card, <laughs> and the police officer said, "Oh, is this a license?" Like he didn't. He didn't know. He didn't know what a driver's license looked like. But you would think in this day and age of technology that they would have the ability yeah. to run a, yeah, pl- yeah. a you know a license from another jurisdiction. But man, what a nightmare! What a, and again, you know, it doesn't matter. I suppose a man or a woman, but as a man, I sort of think. Well, so this poor woman's on the road in Georgia by herself, and she's got. You know, state troopers are scary looking at the best of times. They're big and got those uniforms, and American cops got the yeah the hat and the big gun. And well, you don't want to mess with them. No, you don't. I I, I don't know what I would do. What, I mean, and I, I've certainly had a, situations like that, not like that. But I, I told you one time, I got pulled over by the police here in Edmonton once, and young cop, old cop, young cop comes to the window mm. and says, do you know I've pulled you over? And I said, no, I honestly don't. He said, you went through a flashing yellow. And I said, I am able to go through a flashing yellow. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, 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 you have to come to a stop. And no, I said, no, that would be the flashing red. That's the other street. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, both cars have to come to a stop. And I said, well, if that was true, they'd both be flashing red. And he goes, well, what do you think a flashing uh, amber means? And I said, caution. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, well, you're, you're not right. So he goes back to the car. And then I see these two guys talking about it, <laughs> I assume, for quite some time. Then he comes back and says, well, technically you're right. And I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually right. I mean, we all make mistakes. Yeah. It's no big deal, yeah, yeah. right? But there was no way he was admitting. I didn't get a ticket. Isn't expunged? Expunged, yeah. Isn't that a funny word? Expunged. I don't know. It's, uh, I There's like something it. about that word that every time I hear it, I go, oh, that's a... That word just is... There's something about it. I know. If I were dating and somebody said, do you want to go get expunged? <laughs> I'd be like, yes, I do. I don't even know what that is, but that sounds like a great idea. Expunged. <laughs> Some words are fun. Okay. Um, 348. We'll take a quick break here on the 630 Chet Afternoon News. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon. Big L says, uh, I, a guy I knew got pulled over in the States for not having a front license plate. He told them in Alberta it's not required. The officer didn't believe him, uh, but eventually let him go. 30 minutes later, he got pulled over again for the same thing and had the same issue. <laughs> oh, no. And um, this one says, I was driving home from hunting one day with my rifle unloaded in the back seat, and I got pulled over for speeding. The police officer saw my rifle, drew her gun, handcuffed me, and put me in her car even before asking me a question. About two minutes later, another police officer showed up, and I was immediately released, apologized too profusely, and ironically, I didn't get a speeding ticket. I carry a copy of the Firearms Act in my glove box to this day because police don't necessarily know all of the laws. Sam's on the phone. Hey, Sam. 
Hi, how are you? Good, what's on your mind? Uh, first time caller, but I listen to you guys uh, as much as I can. Uh, just this reminds me, uh, a couple of years ago, my wife and I went to Toronto. We were in downtown hotel, uh, drove, uh, rented a car, drove out of the uh, parking area of the hotel, turned left. I didn't know which way to go, right, left, turn left. And without knowing, I kind of cut off a police car. Mm. So Never good. he put on the lights, stopped me uh, about half a block away. Uh, came down, asked me for the registration, asked me if I knew what I did. I didn't. He explained to me. I apologized profusely that I didn't see him. He asked me for the registration on my driver's license, which I produced, my Alberta driver's license. And he looked at my license and said, how long are you planning to stay in the country? Oh. So I said, uh, I'm sorry, but I don't understand the question. How long are you going to stay in Canada? So I said, well, I'm Canadian. I'm not sure what you mean. That's an Alberta license. I think he was so embarrassed, he let me go. Oh, he was probably thinking Alabama. Well, it says Alberta. So yeah, I'm that's sure. true. So I don't know what he was thinking, but he asked me <laughs> twice how long I was going to stay in the country. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's That was Ontario, did you say? Yeah, that was Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, that's Toronto. about right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Toronto, yes. Oh, my goodness. Sam, thanks for the phone call. Thanks for giving us a show, and have a great weekend. Take care. You too. Take it easy. And Ida's on the phone. Hey, Ida. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. You too. What's going on? Hey, I've been expunged. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not today. Not Yeah, not today. (laughs) It's not like exfoliation, is it? I think it's different. <laughs> no, that's when I took that dog out of the hot vehicle. And yeah, there you go. Theft under five thousand. It took me five years to get it expunged. Okay, I'm sorry. We missed the front, the top of that. You you got a a hot a dog out of a hot vehicle. I did. It had passed out in the vehicle. I went in the store, paid the people, went back to check on the dog. When I went on my way back to the police station, it had passed out. So I got in without wrecking anything. Took him to a vet immediately, spent $1,000 on tests just to make sure he was okay. And uh, they never got charged with anything, and it took me five years to get that. Well, what was the charge? Theft under 5000 For stealing the dog? Yep. Wow. And nothing happened to the owner at all. That's the part that's most frustrating. Wish wish we'd had a talk show back then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I paid twenty one hundred in legal fees. Then I had to either do community service or donate five hundred. So I donated five hundred. So that's twenty six hundred. Then I paid a thousand dollars for the vet bill. So that's it ended up being thirty six hundred. Wow. wow! And nothing happened to the owner. And in fact, they went online. I noticed that they posted that I had been uh, going around the south part of Edmonton stealing small dogs out of vehicles. <laughs> oh my goodness! Jeepers. Can you wow. believe it? Uh, you've been expunged. <laughs> you know, there will come a day, Ida, when I will tell a similar story because I've had a hammer that uh, mm. breaks windows. I've I've owned yeah. one for about five years now. I've been waiting for the opportunity to use it, but I haven't uh, seen a dog or a I, cat I in distress. I didn't, I didn't break the windows, but I called the fire department. I know they you got, did. They yeah. got into yeah. it, the Safeway out in uh, Riverbend there. Mm-hmm. I just did that at Costco last weekend, and I called your show to let you know to remind people again yeah. because... I sat there for 50 minutes, and so did six guys from the fire department. And this lady walked up to the vehicle and said, oh, is he dead? 
Oh wow. my gosh. You know, I'm glad you called actually. A good story, but otherwise we should constantly this time of year be reminding people as the temperatures go up, you really have to be cognizant yeah. of what's in your back seat, yeah. whether it be a pet, a child or whatever. And sometimes it is like not in the case you just mentioned, Ida, but sometimes it is just an oversight. You've changed your schedule, you forgot, whatever. But yeah. let's just If you see a cracked window, make sure you go check that there's not a child or an animal in yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah. Ida, Absolutely. have a fantastic weekend. Thanks for the call. You too. Thanks Take so much. Bye. The 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.